0: Hello, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Huskin and of course as always Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Hi Anisha. Today we're on um, podcast episode eighty and we're talking about the concept of retirement and is that concept dead? Yes. As you have said, Nisha. Yep.
1: So I, I've I've had a conversations about retirement with people recently mm. and realized that I feel like I'm on a completely different page. And then I read this article from This Economist, I'll put it up on the Facebook page, um, Rick Eldman, I think I'm saying that right. Mm. And he says that because people are living longer now, you know, that they're working up into being 75, 85, 95, you know, <laughs> even beyond that. Mm. And because you basically work to be part of a community and to have a role in society you are if you're well you're happy to keep working um but also that people are working differently and I suppose this is what a lot of my adult clients are coming to me for and I've actually watched the age range getting older for this Mm. like I particularly work with a lot of women in their 50s who've gone through a marriage separation and need to reinvent. Mm. Right. And there's this whole idea of people actually having a second career and actually doing what they're really passionate about and what's been inside them and their dreams and their aspirations that have been inside them, what they've never had the confidence to do, or they've quite often shelved to have a family or Mm. they've put to one side for whatever reason. And they've stayed in a sort of a mediocre job and not really done anything. But his point was that also that people would move to be happy to doing this and be happy to working because they'd be supplementing their income from the internet Mm -hmm. um, and having a sort of a different role there and so they'd actually have the income to actually enjoy their lives and to live differently and I suppose there is like if I think about it there's a big aspect of a lot of people's work that you do create for them a lot of the systems and a lot of ideas that I have created people for people in the last Mm -hmm. you know sort of five to seven years and an awful lot of those would be internet-based and I hadn't really thought about that mm. but for me like you know like to a lot of the people that I admire like Eileen Gray if you go to her exhibition she actually um, fell off a ladder creating a design up into her 90s mm. um, and that was when she passed away mm. we wouldn't even consider Dave Attenborough or Jane Goodall retiring yeah. Yeah. you know and um, Dave Attenborough was still recording in Antarctica in his 80s Um, I think he was 90 recently. Um, Agatha Christie was out working an archaeological dig and writing up until she was 75. Mm. Um, And she actually stopped writing her autobiography 10 years before she died, because she thought it was time to stop writing her autobiography. (laughs) Um, But she actually went on to live for another 10 years. Eleanor Roosevelt didn't get going until she was 50. Like, Mm. she went off to the UN in her 50s. So she didn't really start to actually come into her own. And she's very... Typical of the sort of women that I work with in in the way that her trajectory went from her 50s onwards. And Beatrix Potter kept working. Mary Robinson, whose autobiography I read this summer, she's no intention of retiring. She's in her 70s now. And she walked past me on the street recently and she looks fantastic. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't consider Oprah retiring. A lot of the film industry are actually starting to write leading roles for the likes of Judy Dench mm-hmm. and Maggie Smith. Mm-hmm. So that industry, I think, has really driven women actually being having a place in society older, better, mm-hmm. in, in, in a way. But what I see about all of these people is that they all have a passion for something and they're going to keep going with that passion. It's not just a job. So maybe this is why it seems alien to me. Like... I can't ever imagine the time where I would stop doing my work. I'm sure I will be doing it in a slightly different format and hopefully I'll have like moved on with some of my goals. But Mm. like I can't ever envisage a day when I don't get out of bed to do Mm. what I'm doing. Like Mm. that's why I live. Mm. So so why would I stop working? So I, I don't know. But maybe it's that other people are starting to shift and have this second career or have this supplement income or have this other creative aspect to them. Hmm. this second career so that they're doing that passion bit and maybe yeah, that's the yeah. shift that this economist is talking about
0: yeah i was just going to say that is the difference between mundane and, and passion where you're working in the job waiting for the pension and you're not enjoying your work so the like reward is yeah. the pension which is retirement well, i just seems like hell like why would you hmm. wait to live your life but an awful lot of women say in their, I suppose their their forties in their fifties, and um, who have divorced and they find themselves in a, a, a financial kind of uh, situation where they have to find, uh, be creative about how they're going to finance themselves uh, moving into old age, and that might um, in turn. Uh, put them on a, a, on a path to something that they are interested in and like doing, which yeah. creates passion.
1: Yeah, and, and we are going to record an episode at some point on sort of gender roles and the sort of pay gap and that mm. sort of things and, and children and gender roles. But like there was, there, there certainly, and it still hasn't diminished, like an awful lot of women, very, very high percentages, like sort of 78% of women used to die in poverty because they, um, they didn't have the same income as men and mm. they didn't have the same sort of plans mm. um, for saving money and having it for the future. So And, and actually having, having feeling like they had a place in society mm. to be in the workplace older. So like, there's been a big change, like a lot of the big um, retail franchises now are starting to employ older women as well. Um, to go back into the workplace. So that's been a shift as well. So I I don't think we've recognised. And like in Ireland, there was a time where women didn't work after they got married. Mm. So, um, and it's funny to think that there's still a generation of women out there who've now gone back into jobs who had to give up their jobs when they got married and Mm. actually feel incredibly bitter and twisted about it. Mm. Um, And I've met a lot of those people Mm. and they really have something to prove to go back into the workplace. It's bizarre to to realise that we're still actually in that generation of people, Mm -hmm. I find
0: it very odd. Do you think people going back into the workforce, um, that gives them a sense of purpose um, personally um, and it motivates them, keeps them younger?
1: Yeah, I think I've, I think it has a huge, um, a huge positive impacts. So like, I think it's one of the things that people really need to do, especially when they've gone through something mm. really life changing, whether they've lost somebody through mm. bereavement or they've gone through a marriage separation or, or whatever it mm. is. Mm. But I do find that there is a bracket of women still out there who s- still have a bit of a chip on their shoulder with mm. the whole thing, and they have an awful lot to prove to go mm. back into the workplace. Mm. Like, they're not just in there to to sort of enjoy it they're in there to make a point hmm. um, and, and yeah it, it's it's a funny it's a funny one and a funny kind of conversation to have with people but at hmm. least people are, are not really doing that anymore More not in this culture. Though,
0: perhaps a lot of people a lot of women feel kind of hard done by and that they've spent their lives in marriages and the marriages have broke down the husband still has the pension and they have nothing yeah, and you've, you've wasted a, lar- a large portion of your life because it does seem wasteful when you haven't gone back to work well, throughout well, that marriage. Well, I think we'll probably go into this more in the gender gender podcast, but
1: I think a lot of that is because they're not recognising their skill set. They're not recognising the role that they've played maybe in raising children and mm. being a home mm. provider. Mm. And so they're not having a worth for the mm. role that they've they've played when it's quite often been a very, very important mm. role. And... Mm. And maybe they, they need to sort of own that and mm. see it worth for it. Like, they've probably been the one that's been there for the children and giving them that unconditional love that mm. we were talking about mm. in another podcast. So they have, they've had a really
0: important role. It's just that we don't really recognize it in society. Yeah. And maybe they don't. I mean, and they would, uh, I guess, you know, I think most mothers wouldn't have it any other way, yeah. but there is no financial. Um... Yeah. We were, we're measuring something
1: worth based on a monetary standard mm. rather than it just having a worth. Mm. Um, and this, this article from this economist is also saying about people you know, maybe having a role in in the community, which is not necessarily an economic role, like it's not something that's providing money for them, mm. but it's still a very important part of who people are, mm. and mm. actually making time for that and finding time for it. Mm. So it's like I, I know that people are a lot happier when they feel like they have a role. So even if you do feel like you have a job, that's not necessarily the most perfect job, Mm. but it's providing what you need to provide in your life. It's then about creating the other avenues there in your life to provide the other things that you want. Mm. Mm. Um, And and it's interesting. The only difference between this is that that second career is something that is actually providing money for you as well as enjoyment Mm. and as well as passion. Mm. It's, it's, It's not just something that you enjoy.
0: Yeah, but it maybe it's something that you've been able to choose that it's been in, in terms of your um, interests. Yeah, but I do think it's time that people
1: start living for retirement. And how many people do we know that have lived for retirement, got retirement and then died two years
0: later? Mm. Well, retirement uh, will bring somebody out of uh, the workforce where they do have a role and into often a very lonely environment. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's, it's not it's not a perfect um, and funny enough I met I met an American couple last week that were on their retirement holiday mm. in in Ireland and I do kind of wonder what they'll do when they go back. Mm. Because they've done this
0: big holiday now to mark the occasion but what's next? Mm. Golf Bridge, shopping, spending the money. And if you have big pensions, like recently... uh, It still sounds like my idea of hell. Well, I mean, recently, I mean, you know, someone got a... Was it a 300,000 package of a pension? Like, it wouldn't be bad, like, selling off into that now. You'd have no financial worries. You'd find stuff to do. You could travel. It still sounds like my idea of hell. Like, what's your purpose? to travel to enjoy yourself to spend all your money that's not a purpose that's totally cool like that's totally enjoyable it might be enjoyable but it's not a purpose but it's great that's so boring you have to have a passion if you don't have a passion you might as well go off and spend your money and have fun i bet you'd be still i could get very passionate about fun actually <laughs> <But> dude, <so laughs> what getting just good having at a golf, bit of life balance getting good at horse riding, yeah. all that stuff, Ding. traveling the world.
1: I think you know you're
0: starting mean, to change. You're no, starting no, I'm not. I I I'm, just,
1: I'm still trying to think like what, what you do every day, what, 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 what impact you'd have, like what legacy you leave
0: behind. Leave him a letter. <laughs> don't send one of them unsent letters. Perhaps. <laughs> okay, any more on that,
1: Nisha? No, I just don't think we're going to agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks very much for joining us. If you have managed to to stand the test of time throughout this this podcast, um, talk to you next retired. time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a Talk to you again. Yes. Bye.